It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Another day where all of social media is united in one thing. One of the OGs, uh, old school hitmaker Coolio, passed yeah. away yesterday at 59 years old. Crazy. And it was like Coolio is one of those rappers who, who turned his, his life into a cooking show. Like he actually had like cookbooks and stuff like that out. And you're like, okay, right. Yeah. It was a situation where like Snoop Dogg followed Coolio to the Food Network, where he's like, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so reform, reformed gangsters and 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 rappers can now have a second uh, a second lease on life in the things. Totally, yeah. Shocking news. Uh, no word on cause of death. It was his manager that uh, released the news saying that he actually passed away at his home. So no word on exactly how, but he was only fifty nine years old. One of the things when uh, someone dies in uh, the world of music is that the cool thing is. Whether you had like a, a a big deep love for this person, or you would hear their songs in passing, mm-hmm. when you're an artist like that, like your your stuff lives on forever. And am I crazy to say Coolio has one of the biggest hip hop records of all of the times? Yeah, quite possibly. I, I, I'd say he's got a handful of them, but I mean, Gangsta's Paradise, oh, pretty big, absolutely massive. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Me be treated like a punk, you know that's unheard of. You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking. Or you and your homies might be lying in chalk. I really hate the trip, but I gotta lope. They croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke Fool, I'm the kind of cheater Little homies wanna be like on my knees In the night, you know say you wanna prayers say in the street One of the best tributes that I saw on social media, of course, everybody, uh, you know, paying their respects to Coolio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Weird Al tweeting a photo of them hugging. <laughs> of course, Weird Al did Amish Paradise. Amish Paradise right? Coolio didn't like that. Apparently, they made good and they made up after all that. And it's just a really precious photo. Oh, beautiful. Hey, we're talking about people doing like cover versions and different versions of Gangsta's Paradise. Yeah. Today, your band is doing oh. a gig tomorrow night. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Do you, well, have, do you have time night? to whip yeah. up a new version? Uh, I know Matt was listening to Gangsta's Paradise like crazy last night. I know he would know it off by heart. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I'll see. I'll see if maybe that's something that we could get together. Playing Charlie Five on Saturday night. Uh, our friend Shauna plays violin, so there's some. Some she could probably master that one part. I'm gonna see what we can do. And if and if you need extra help, I know that Fuzzy knows the hook very very well. Okay, <laughs> and sings like an angel. Yes, there you go. He does. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> the man child, sasky girl, and the girl dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. Ninety-eight. Five Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Here we are in a situation where we're kind of going into the weekend because it's is Thursday, and 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 we always got to make sure to go into every weekend with with a clear conscience. So we're here for the airing of the grievances. And Tyler, you're uh, here to ex- explain that mansplaining, the splaining, isn't just for men. Hey, listen, there is all kinds of splaining going on out uh-huh. there. Okay. And I got a call. It 
out. Oh, wow. See, there's nothing worse than someone who just learns something who immediately <laughs> thinks they're an expert. Uh-huh. See, there are actual experts, and then there are people who just learn something on Google, and they're really, really, really <laughs> excited to forcefully share it to as many people as they can. Uh-huh. Hey, did you know? Yeah. For example, Harry Styles just broke the record on the Billboard Hot 100 charts for As It Was, the longest-running number one song by a solo artist ever. So cool. Which is which is a neat fact. Yes. It's, it's, it's cool. Now, does sharing it make me a musical expert or genius? No! I'm not creating. I'm just regurgitating right. something I read, and I'll right. leave it there because nobody likes a music splainer. <laughs> okay. Totally. Okay. Another example of splaining being way out of control. I recently had someone who had been a dog owner for all of 24 hours explain to me the intricacies of dog food and the health-related benefits for pets based on the ingredients in the bag. Okay. To which I said, oh, yeah, I know. I actually worked at a, at a pet food store in Calgary, yeah. one that's been around for over 100 years. Yeah. Fair Play Stores on, on Kensington Road. Yes. I sold dog food. I had to learn about it. I've been to several dog food yeah. seminars. Right. Knowledge, man. Put on by the companies to teach us, the employees, how to properly articulate how to sell the benefits of their products. Yeah. This person then further explained to me, oh, well, no, well, the thing is with dog food is, it's really the first ingredient that's important. And like the breed of dog I have just can't have chicken. And I was like, oh, the entire breed can't have chicken? <laughs> to which this person goes, they can't have chicken. It's the thing. Everybody knows that. I was like, okay, all right, cool. All right. Cool, 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 cool. 24 hours. You're an expert. I guess I'm just a big old, uh, big old dummy. Um <laughs> That right there is called being dog food splain. Okay. okay. No. Now, on the playground as kids, we used to call it being a know-it-all. Oh, right. right. You know, that person who would hop in and out of the conversation sharing things that nobody wanted to hear. And then now it'll be like, well, you realize you probably shouldn't be using Q-tips, don't you? And you're like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? What? They're my ears. Leave me alone. Or they're going, well, you guys are talking about friends. Did you realize that a lot of what they joke about on Friends is actually problematic by today's standards? Everything's everything's problematic, Everything pre-2018, is it? When Joey Tribbiani would say, how you doing? That's an invasion of somebody's privacy. They didn't want to be asked that. (laughs) Or they'll look at you and go, do you know how much sugar is in what you're eating right now? (laughs) I had someone do that to me the other week with a Hulls. Oh, what? You realize that's mainly sugar, don't you? I said, get the hell out. Here, I'll cough in your face. Jeez. See, the thing is, it takes 10,000 hours for anybody to master anything, but just one minute to become the person nobody wants to get stuck talking to. Splainers, they're out there. Beware. I can't believe he threw you under the bus like that for the dog food today. I don't care what I feed my dog. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Have you ever been humbled by everyday technology? We want to hear about that time that, like, something you should know how to work, something you use every day, completely backfired on you, and we are joined by a special guest. Joined by our friend Ryan Harding from CTV Morning Live. So, Ryan, you've been humbled by everyday technology. Yes, sir. I'll blame it on the mornings. We'll say I was tired okay. and wanted to heat up some soup late at night. Um, button mashed. Not sure why uh, I couldn't get the, the numbers in. 
Mash so much buttons, child lock was activated. <laughs> I didn't even know that child lock was a thing on microwaves. It just says lock, oh. and I can't get it open, and it's been in there. For, my soup's been in there for three days. Oh, your poor soup. <laughs> I know. With that wasted deliciousness. If you think. trapped. I'm not eating that once I get that thing open. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you are mistaken. Is it a cream base? No, it's chicken noodle. Okay, well. Yeah. It's, it's, so, it's so weird because, like, we've been using microwaves our entire lives. So, Fuzzy, you're right. A, when did child locks on microwaves become such a thing? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and B, why is it so hard to, to disable it? Like, have you spent time? Do you have the owner's manual? No. Have you Googled no, it? So, nobody has the owner's manual. I know. <laughs> it's, this microwave's been a bit of a thing. So once the time rolled back... So how many months ago was that? Right, yeah, yeah. I haven't figured out how to get the time. Oh. Well, the good news is we're almost at the right time again. Right. So. so I'm doing math every time I walk past the microwave. I mean, it's only an hour. Right. <laughs> yeah. But still, it makes you think. You're also doing the other math of, man, it's been three days since I wanted to have that soup. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it does all explain how I could child lock a microwave. <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing that you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just got a text from Sheena to 985 Fire says, guys, do you have do you have cameras in my house? Are you watching oh, me? Oh, uh, no. All of a sudden, you guys are talking about being humbled by regular technology. Oh. I literally just burned myself with my straightener oh, for the second no. time this week. Hey. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Shana. We've all been there. You should know how to use it, but sometimes it doesn't work and it hurts you. Uh, I had this happen to me earlier this week, but it actually wasn't my fault. It was the first I guess, situation that involved our dog breaking something in our house. Oh. We've had Rosie for two and a half weeks, and uh, she really, as puppies do, she's really in her chewing phase. So she's just, like, chewing on absolutely everything. And, of course, when we see her chewing on something, very quickly we'll give her something she should be chewing on, whether that's, like, a bully stick or something like that. So on Tuesday night, I'm watching one of my most favorite shows of all time, Bachelor in Paradise, back so greasy so deliciously dramatic already <laughs> and i'm sitting there and i'm watching it and rosie's sitting next to me and she's chewing on her bone and all of a sudden the tv shuts off I'm like oh, rosie you bumped the remote you silly girl you and i go and i grab the remote and i look and and the the button on our remote the power button it lights up when you press it yeah and it, it's just it's lit up and i'm like what what and i go to press it she was chewing on top of the remote so hard that she dug the plastic part of the remote oh. down into the remote itself. What a so scoundrel. it was stuck. <laughs> I couldn't turn my TV back on. And it was in the middle again of Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. So I was like, and I started like trying to like grab even just like a little bit of piece of the rubber that was on there. Yeah. And I'm like trying to pull it out. I'm like, it's our. We're not going to have TV on this TV until we can get a new remote, until we can program that new remote, which I don't know if you know this. You guys are not great with that stuff. Yeah, no, not, a, not, exactly, a, not yes. exactly your thing. You have no. remote start on your car, so for in winter you don't have to go outside, but yet you still go outside because you well, haven't, you haven't set, set it, up. it up. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I roll. Technology horrifies me. So I'm like freaking out. I'm so upset. So I like run downstairs. I'm like, Matt, the dog broke our remote already. And he managed to find some tweezers and find the one little <laughs> like, tiny... He played Operation with the remote. He had to play Operation with the remote. Found the tiniest little piece of plastic that was still sticking out and pulled it up and it's now a, a mashable button. You can actually press the button and turn the TV back and on and off and everything, but oh, for a second there, I thought I was ruined. So is she grounded? Like, what do you do to punish your little puppy for, for ruining your remote? I said... 
Oh, well, that's a bad dog. Just kidding. You bu- <laughs> I never you, say bad. You again. bought her more treats, <laughs> didn't you? Treats. You gave her a different remote oh. for something you didn't need at the moment. Said, Chew yes. this, my baby girl. <laughs> Chew this. this. Chew this. <laughs> uh, when you talk about uh, being humbled by regular technology, Kaylin's story, it's, it's, it's adorable. I grew up in a family where we never had a dishwasher. And now that I've been going house shopping for myself, I noticed that every single home has a dishwasher. And, you know, I try to be cool in front of the real estate agent and, you know, try to open things up and say, ah, this is how I would do this. And no, like I've closed the the dishwasher door on my hand. Oh. Like I've, I've like not figured out um, where to actually put dirty dishes, where to put the clean dishes. I'm just, I'm still so confused about the whole concept of that. I mean, I would just rather wash by hand. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like it would be an upgrade in your life. It'd be like luxurious to have a dishwasher for the first time. Yeah. But you can't act like this is the first time you've ever seen a dishwasher. That's just not something that seems like a normal thing to do. Right. Exactly. I feel like so left behind, but. Can I share a piece of advice? If you do go with a place that's got a dishwasher in it, make sure that you put <laughs> actual dish washer detergent in and not dish soap because I did that once. Oh, Pretty soon after we moved into our house in Saskatoon that had a dishwasher. I was only nine, but I was trying to help out and I put dish soap in there. It was an explosion of suds. Everywhere. Like, I'm talking like foam party in my mom's kitchen and she did not enjoy that at all. No, yeah, I feel like I'm going to make the same mistake, so thank you for telling me. See, humbling to one person is learning for another. (laughs) Let's keep that in mind. Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy search for Calgary's most delicious name. And we have a winner. First, there were eight. The edible eight. Then there were four. The foodle four. Then there were just two. The tasty two. And now there is but one. The winner of Calgary's most delicious name. Sunday Nordic! Sunday, how's that news hitting you? How you feeling? Oh my god, this is awesome! Yay! Thank you! Awesome! I know, all the family were like, I think Cher might beat you. I think they might beat you. That's the thing is normally the cherry ends up on top of the Sunday, but in this one instance, Sunday ended up on top of the cherry. (laughs) Exactly. Awesome. Thank you, guys. That's (laughs) awesome. I feel like it's probably been fun growing up as Sunday your entire life. (laughs) Such a unique, wonderful name. But now, how does it feel that it's got the distinguishedness now? of being Calgary's most delicious name. It was very interesting. I heard everything, honest. Sunday, Monday, happy days. I mean, you had it all. Like, <laughs> it was it was so... I think some kids might have got beaten up, maybe. I don't know, but oh. maybe I was the one that beat them up, maybe. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to get a plaque or something in my office. I'm kind of thinking, you know? Well, we're already a step ahead of you because we have a certificate here that states that you are the owner of Calgary's most delicious name. Oh, that's awesome. And I can get it framed. Oh, oh not already oh, framed. Sunday, come on now. I am a Dollarama oh, shopper, and I went and got you oh, a very okay. nice fake gold-rimmed frame from that oh. store. I paid a pretty penny okay. for it just to treat wow. you because you've awesome. treated us with your delicious name. 
Awesome. Sunday is Calgary's most delicious name. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you so much, you guys. I appreciate it. It was so much fun. Man, that was oh. so fun. That yeah. was so just dumb, but do in to... the best fun way possible. I do have to say, I, I broke the news to Cherry this morning that she lost out in the final, and she just said, that's okay. Isn't it cool that the final two was such a great combo, the Cherry <laughs> yeah. Sunday? Yeah. So very good honorable mention to Cherry, who do, did get a ton of votes also. It was so close in the Tasty 2. And big shout out to everybody in the Edible 8. I mean, from Milka to Sunday to Champagne, a beer, cherry, Latuga, a.k.a. Uh, lettuce. Yes, yes, yes. And then, of course, our friends Burger and Fries. Oh, so glorious. Calgary's most delicious name. We appreciate you uh, being a part of it, voting, telling a friend about it, and letting them know that, uh, hey, yeah, this is the kind of stuff that happens when you hang out with those uh, <laughs> those three silly friends, Tyler, Renee, and Fuzzy on Virgin Radio every morning. Sometimes we do a tournament to name Calgary's most delicious name. Woo-hoo! Congratulations again to Sunday Norton. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Brace yourselves for the world's most entitled grievance. (sighs) I feel offended. Well, you're the one who called it that yourself, Fuzzy. (laughs) So please, please, please make your case and uh, get that thing off your chest as we head into the end of the week. So my grievance today is with one of my favorite categories of food, beige. (laughs) Thanksgiving is the holiday for beige foods. If you think about it, turkey, beige. Mashed potato, beige. Gravy, definitely beige. Yorkshire pudding or buns, beige. Even pumpkin pie, if you think about it, beige. Sure, there's the occasional vegetable thrown in to change things up. Maybe mix in a shade of green or orange, which, if we're being honest, really isn't that far off from beige. Not much. (laughs) The rest of the year, we get to eat a balanced diet full of colorful vegetables, proteins, and grains, saving that delicious beige dinner for Thanksgiving. I want to normalize beige dinners throughout the rest of the year. 52 weeks of beige. Not every day, not 365 days. But spread it out, you know, just kind of go, oh, you know what? Let's treat ourselves to a beige dinner. Sunday supper beige. So, yeah, exactly. Let's <laughs> let's have a turkey on a random Sunday instead <laughs> of just Thanksgiving. This way, if a person were to miss Thanksgiving dinner next week, like I will be, they won't feel like their whole world is ending. I sense the entitlement coming along. <laughs> Normally, my wife and I are fortunate to have two Thanksgiving dinners, one with my family, one with her, oh, one with, one with her family. But next week... My wife, Shannon, and I will be going to Phoenix, meaning no delicious beige dinner. Perhaps some colorful and tasty Tex-Mex creations, but it'll be lacking that beige turkey dinner goodness. And do you, do you, do you have to go to Phoenix for some, like, intense obligation that's going to be zero fun? Well, we're, we're going to watch a, uh, an NFL game. We're going to watch my Philadelphia Eagles take on the Arizona Cardinals. So, so, it's, a fu- so it's a fun trip. Like, I just want to know. It's a fun trip. It is, but... Okay. but but, but we will be missing fellowship with hanging around family. Mm. Now, as I say all of these things out loud, I know I am well, well, well aware of how incredibly entitled this sounds. Yeah. Good. Good. 
Which is why after I finish this and after we turn off our mics here, the first thing I'm going to do is hop online and go to thecalgaryfoodbank.com to make a cash donation nice. to help those that are struggling to have a meal of any color. Very right. nice. And the good news is that for every dollar donated to the Calgary Food Bank, it allows them to distribute $5 worth of food. Absolutely. So if I were to make a $50 donation, that's like making a $250 donation. Nice. Well, that definitely makes it better that your grievance again, just so that I have it right, you're upset you're missing Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving because you dinner. get to go on a trip on an airplane to a very nice, warm, different place in a different country to go see a football game. Yeah, but game we're just going for, your favorite team we're of just all going time for the weekend. Okay. Oh. Okay. So, so what? Am I digging this further? Make, make, the, Should I make the donation. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Very good. Thank you very much. The good news is after, uh, after you've aired this... <laughs> It's nothing, nothing but gravy. Why, nothing but gravy. Why does the day look like she wants to throw mashed potatoes at me right now? Just imagine what it'd be like you want an airplane. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. With a reminder, if you ever miss something that you normally hear on the show because you're busy in the morning, maybe you have an appointment, maybe you're running late or whatever, you can always listen to uh, the stuff you enjoy and maybe things you haven't even heard before on our daily podcast. It's posted every single day. You just subscribe from wherever you get your podcasts and you can uh, you can binge listen to the show in 25 minutes or less. Yeah, exactly. Pretty cool. Uh, featured on the podcast this week, of course, <laughs> everyone's favorite Calgary dating game, Two Lies, One DM. And Fuzzy, normally... We don't encourage people to use pickup lines that are that are on no. this, this show because no. some of them some of them get pretty greasy. But yeah, this yeah. week th- there may have been something that could that could be pretty useful yeah. for for anyone trying to you know be out there in Calgary, maybe trying to get a little bit of something. And I read Audrey actually put one of them to the test. Yeah, Audrey <laughs> uh, gave us a text and we're like, oh, we got to hear this story. Yeah, I uh, I heard it on uh, yesterday and I decided to send it to my husband, see what he would say because it was so like. Like, I didn't know what it was. I actually texted you guys and I was like, what's cheese truck, cheese truck, cheese truck? (laughs) (laughs) So it turned out that that those emojis in a line means cheesy pickup line. Oh. Right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was so sneaky. I love that (laughs) pickup line. It's such a good cheesy pickup line. So when you sent this to your man, like how did how did he respond? Was he was he on board? Was he like, I'll be right there? What happened? He was super confused because I didn't give any context. I kind of just <laughs> sent him the emojis, and he replied. He was like, "What? Uh, are you hungry? Do you want me to drop off some cheese for you at work?" <laughs> oh my gosh, almost better. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I thought it was always better, too. I was like, no, babe, but I love that. So after he brought you cheese, what happened? Did you guys go home, have a romantic evening? Yeah, we actually uh, decided to uh, get a little, like, cheese plate and wine last night. No kidding. That's awesome. Yeah, so it totally worked out. The pickup line works, everyone. Look at that. Every Tuesday morning at 825, Two Lies, One DM is everyone's favorite Calgary dating game. Yeah. But sometimes if you take the pickup lines you learn mm. on, on on the thing, yeah. it could be the at-home game version. Try that with, right now. With, 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 your, with your person. Don't say sometimes. 
that one time, yeah. that one and only time, well, probably the only time well, that everything ever good is going to come from Two Lies, One DM, other than us all getting to laugh at the hilariousness of it. So are you saying I should hit unsend on that text that I just sent to my wife about the 206 bones yes. in the body? Yes, <laughs> absolutely unsend that. Oh, crap. She already read it. <laughs> any, uh, any response yet? <laughs> just, just a skull emoji? <laughs> You're like, wait, does that mean I'm dead from laughing or I'm a dead man? <laughs> do I come home after work today or do I come home after work today? You never know. Every scar has a story. We want you to tell and tell with Discovery. These are the wonderful stories that come out to play when you ask a simple yet awkward question. Hey, uh, hey, that scar. How'd, how'd you get that? What's, what's the story there? How'd you what's get that scar? There? Hey, tell us the uh, story. Uh, Stephanie's scar happened at a uh, low-key OG place in Calgary. Take it away. All right. I don't know. I must have been about eight. This was back when Ikea was at its old location. There was this big ball pit in the play area, this big red slide. I decided to run up it instead of, you know, sliding down and slip. Bust my chin open, blood everywhere, put three holes in my tongue. Oh, wow. Yeah, it it was not good. So when I, now I tell my kids, do not run up slides. Oh, Oh, my God. (laughs) But I got stitches, and they didn't do the best of job. So, like, I've got the clear cut line scar, and then I have the holes on each side of the line from where the stitches were. Holy cow, Stephanie. Is this at least one of those, like, chin scars that's underneath yeah, it's underneath, but, I mean, if I tilt my head up any little bit, it's it's right there. It's there. <laughs> this is the tough thing with this story, Stephanie, is think back to being a kid, or if you're like me when you tried running up a slide last week. <laughs> there oh, is the most unbelievable feeling yeah. that you are, like, the greatest athlete alive. Yeah. You're super heroic to run up the slide and make it. Because you're defying gravity, right? You literally are a superhero. <laughs> I agree. And uh, my youngest, he does it every time. And every time, I'm just like, okay, just warning you. <laughs> oh. like, I don't feel like spending 12 hours at the ER today. Can you not? <laughs> yeah, and apparently I was a handful. My mom said it took six doctors to hold me down. Oh. I was not having oh. That's probably why I have such a bad scar because they did such a bad job because I couldn't stay still. Oh. I feel like the worst part of this story is they probably had to close down the play park for a little bit to get to clean up all the blood and stuff and all those other kids were like, oh hope they Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully it was a lesson learned for them. Beware the ball pits. They scarred Stephanie for life. Tyler, you have a scar story to share with us today and you're going to tell us about how you got burned by hot beans? Oh, I haven't been able to put on a sock without wincing for a week. Oh, my God. The date was Saturday. Um, no, I that's not the date. leftover chicken. <laughs> and I thought, I'm going to go on a culinary adventure, and I'm going to make enchiladas. Okay. I had, like, peppers and onions and stuff. Yeah. Got some beans. I'm like, yo, you know what I need for these enchiladas? I need to make some refried beans, man. So I get the beans in the pot. I got all this stuff, right? I got, like, seasonings, and I'm just dumping stuff from the fridge in there, right? Because I don't use recipes. I just freestyle. Like you said, culinary journeys? Yeah, culinary journey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was on a flavor town. Yeah, on an expedition to flavor town, exactly. So there I was. 
I got these hot beans, and they're just going for a long time, right? A good 20, 30 minutes, and they're just juicifying, and they're getting all kinds of... Most del- people would say de- simmering, de- but... De- delicious. Deliciousness is permeating throughout the beans. Just for anybody listening to the story, you also have to know that there's a lot of, like, shoulder shrugging yeah. that oh, Tyler's yeah. telling the story and, with, and, yeah. like, hand gestures, yeah. and, yeah. So the thing with, <laughs> with refried beans is you want that spice, you want that goodness, mm-hmm. but you also could have a nice velvety texture. Okay. Right. It's going to be pleasing, pleasing on the mouth. It's nice and smooth, right? You don't want them too grainy or anything yeah. like that. So they have to get fairly hot. Okay, I'm with you on that. So I take my hot bean concoction. It's all juicy and spicy. And I start pouring it into the blender. And then all of a sudden, a glob of bean. Fuzzy, can you make the noise of something falling? I can't do that whistle sound. (laughs) (laughs) Lands on top of my foot. This is scalding hot bean. Might I say, I am not wearing a sock. I'm raw dogging my foot. Oh, you're barefoot. I got burning beans on my foot. But if you ever like spilled something on your foot, like a like a noodle, when you're when you're making pasta or something, yeah. or, or if you drip something hot on there, uh-huh. y- you you want to get the, the the hotness off right away. But I'm holding a boiling b- 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 bucket of beans still. <laughs> I gotta finish pouring it into the blender. So I finish that. I'm screaming. You I'm you're like, leaving ah! this burning ah! bean on you. You can hear the sizzle of skin. <laughs> And all I want to do is put that hot bean foot under the tap in the kitchen, <laughs> but I'm not that flexible. I'm trying to, like, can I get my leg up there? And I'm like, I can't. No. You can't. So, yeah. so I come upstairs. I'm screaming and yelling. My two younger roommates run upstairs. They're like, Dad, are you okay? Yeah. I was like, yeah, I just hurt myself with hot beans. They're like, are you humping the sink? What are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to get my foot in there. I got hot bean on my foot. No. I slam my foot down. I wipe it off with a towel. I run to the bathroom, and I put it under the cold, cold tap. Uh-uh. And you know what sound it made? Remember in Home Alone, Danae? Which part? When, when, um. Oh, when Harry, or when Harry grabs the door handle yeah, and yeah, he's been heated yeah, by the barbecue yeah. He gets the M burn in his yes. hand. Yes. Yeah. And then he puts it in the snowbag yeah. and goes. Yeah. One of the most glorious sounds of all yeah. time. That was my foot. And mm. as that cold, cold water touched my foot, I wiped it off. And a big chunk of skin had already burned off. And that just began my disfigurement. See, now that's, with this, you should have gone to the, to the bathroom first because, Yes, you're not that flexible, so trying to get it up onto the counter, duh. Trying to get it up on the bathroom sink, not that great. Bathtub, okay, sure, but you got to fill it with water. There's always a constant source of water that's ready to be to dip something burning in. What is it? The toilet. You should have just you stuck, you you it just stuck your, your, your foot in the toilet. If I would have ran to the toilet. Yeah. That actually would have been faster. Also, a home, ali- home Alone injury scene where in Home Alone 2, he burns his head and he dunks Bow it in torch, the toilet, toilet. But the toilet's full of kerosene, so then he explodes. Well, yeah. I'm just assuming your, your, yeah, your, your toilet's toilet not have, full of kerosene. Well, I don't know. There I mean, I'm sure there was something explosive and flammable in there after oh, you had God. those beans. But Yeah, yeah. Um, safe to say that ever since then, <laughs> putting a sock on is, is quite a journey. Yeah, how's it doing these days? Well, there's a story of the 14-year-old girl in Calgary who broke the Guinness World Record yes. for putting 22 socks on one foot in 30 seconds. Uh-huh. Takes me about two and a half minutes to get the sock halfway up. Uh-huh. Then I gotta will myself to pull the sock all the way through because of my horrible disfigurement by hot beans. And when you take the sock off, does a piece of skin come off again and again and again and again over and over? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the injury that keeps on giving. <laughs> to Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays, 5.30 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. 
It's always important as you come towards the end of the week, you make sure there's nothing lingering. You don't have anything that's left unsaid because sometimes it just feels really good to get things off your chest. And that is why we are here for the airing of the grievances. There are many annoying things about the grocery store. The guy who's just groping all the apples to feel for the soft spots. Yeah. Don't do that. The person who blocks the whole aisle with their shopping cart while they stop to look at their phone. Also, please don't do that. And, of course, the hypersensitive self-checkout with the super loud voice. Return item to begging area. Item removed from begging area. I'm a needy begging area. Pay attention to me. I would fight that person in real life. I know. Come at me, bro. My grievance is something that gets in the way of your shopping trip before you even walk in the store. Can we not with the loonies in the shopping cart? That's the thing, eh? Oh, there are select stores that happen to be my favorite select stores that still have their carts chained up together in the cart corral where only a golden coin can connect you and the ability to roll your desired food purchases around the store. I get that it helps with theft prevention and that that's been a problem with people taking their taking off with their carts. I mean, Trailer Park Boys has a whole storyline about it being a money-making venture for bubbles. <laughs> but no one has change anymore! The amount of times that I have rolled up to the grocery store and I have that loony panic. I legit have loony anxiety <laughs> at the thought of having to lug my groceries around the store for a family of four. It's absolutely ridiculous. And of course, there's always that moment of excitement where I'm like, okay... Yes, oh, I heard some rattling change. I found so. Oh, it's four quarters instead. And I will legit take those four quarters and I'll approach somebody that's done with their cart and they're just about to lie. And they're like, you think you're going to unlock my gold piece from my Yeah, because they're using the same loony every single time. Absolutely not. And yes, once I do perhaps get my hands on a loony, I do my very best to keep it in a very special place in my car. But let's not get into the problems with my car. (laughs) This is about lockdown uh, carts, not my car hygiene. uh Just saying there has to be a better way. I am a huge fan of the brand new Superstore in Bonas on 16th Ave. And I was so excited. Hey, maybe this spot won't have that. Maybe they'll have some kind of other technology. They've got brand new glorious carts with just super shiny loony slots that you still have to put your loonies in there. I know there's uh, cartwheel locking technology that stops you from taking a cart from a store. Or, come on. Tap. Tap it. You know Install what? Install the uh, tap. Give me a little deposit. And I don't know. I'll leave my cre- I'd rather leave my credit card somewhere than have to worry about the loony every the, single the, time. The tap is uh, is interesting because also, like, if you go there and you don't have a loony and you need the cart. Yes. Like, so are you supposed to go into, like, customer service and be like, can I give can you I my. Can I get a loony? Can I get a loony back from a it's debit? Just, can you give me all, change? It's, it's so, all, it's so weird. All, all too much. I just really would really appreciate if they just got rid of that. Just going to make a note here. Okay. Danae's birthday is coming up. <laughs> December 16th. Oh, wow. Good job. You got the date right. And, the first time, uh, I think, ever. Get her one of those keychain things that has the token uh, that she can. All right. Done. Got to be a better thing other than that dangly chain thing there. Also, there's also the dangly chain that's gross. Maybe you just wear the dangly chain like around your neck and make it, oh. make it jewelry. Oh, it is golden after there all. There you go. Very good. We'll very drill good. a hole in Looney, put it on a string. That's your new necklace. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. Fancy. This is Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio.